Hey man, it's Kevin Smith. Hey, this is Jay Music. Hey, I'm Scott Snyder. I'm Cena Grace. And you're listening. You're listening to. And you're listening to the Absolute Geek. The Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek podcast. Check it out, Snoogans. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest geek and nerd podcast in all the damn land. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Jose. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. (laughs) And tonight with us, we have a very special guest. We have a member of the Absolute Geek Army, your very own community we have with us, Tim. Welcome back again, Tim. You have to unmute yourself, Tim. Tim, Tim is not doing anything. What are you doing, Tim? He's trying to figure out how to unmute himself. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> You're already falling apart, Tim. No! <laughs> no, he's home, man. This is home for him. Tim version point two is uh, is not off to a great start. No, he just... <laughs> you, know what he, you know what he needs to do? He needs to uh, realize that he's already messed up. Himself? So everything else is going to be great. He needs to realize that yeah, he's right? still on mute. Got to start low. <laughs> yeah, Tim, your mute's on the uh, the Google Hangout. There you go. There you go. There he goes. Okay, there it is. There he goes. <clears throat> yeah, thank you for coming on, brother. How you doing? Doing pretty good, guys. How about you? Uh, another crazy to get the chair every week. Thank Looks like we're going to have to unmute yourself. We might have our first uh, monsoon of the season out here, boys. Heard had that today. No, it smelled like it. Yeah. So, finally some but, fucking rain. Yeah. Nah, there's, there's no rain. I just, I took a shower and used Old Spring in your uh, your shower. That's what you're smelling. Yeah. Old oh, nice. Old Thanks. Spring. Irish Spring? Irish Spring. There it is. Old Spring. <laughs> Same damn thing. All, all the springs. Irish, all the springs. Every uh, spring so you can sprung. Yeah. It's Friday night, finally. I know. Time is right. What's up, boys? How was your week? Oh, long. Fuck this week. (laughs) Isn't all week, every week long? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. This one was longer than normal. Yeah. After the shortness of last week, this week sucked. I think the heat is what kind of made it so bad. I mean, the the worst. Fuck. We live in Arizona. 113 is nothing. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the weather like where you're at right now, Tim? Uh it's like it was high eighties, low nineties today, but the humidity is like ridiculous. Oh god, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. So just like walking out the door, even though you don't see the sun. So your ass is like Velcro when you get off your chair. Yeah. <laughs> what's it like at night? Uh, still right now, it's like straight up tacky bag outside. Oh, shit. Yeah. Powder up or you'll regret it. Yeah. Yeah. He carries a, he carries a jar of cornstarch with him everywhere he goes. Yeah. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> <laughs> in case he gets hungry, you can dip him in some, uh, some oil and make some hush puppies. 
I dip my balls in it. <laughs> I used to love that. Maybe that kind of party. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Uh, are you drinking yet? It is that kind of party. This episode is brought to you by Bullet. No, it's not. Bourbon. No, it's not. Uh, it's it's just, it's said boulet. We are we are absolutely yes, it, in no way affiliated. The absolute geek podcast is no way affiliated with Bullet Bourbon. Okay. Other than totally we affiliated with Bullet like Bourbon. Water. Look, no, yeah. no, no. We are not. We want to be. We we would like. It would be Kyle awesome. would like to be. Ooh. Yes, but we are not currently. I'll say, not yet. No, yeah. Thanks, Jose. Thanks for that. No Classy as always, oh. Jose. Oh, I, I love that when you take off that cap. The cork that of sound. excellence. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I got a cork, old school. It's a cork because it's a uh, frontier that's whiskey. Class. Oh, frontier whiskey. I like yes, that. Man, it's got to have a gimmick, right? Everything's got to be old. Soon to be sponsored by. Not yet. Never. Monster Stop energy. It. Stop it. Do never. <laughs> never say never. So, uh, except for right now. Never. What any of you guys uh, got anything uh, you want to say before we uh, get started here? I want to promote the road to 200. We are, um, once we hit 200 subscribers on YouTube, I've said last week I would be giving a slab away, and I have decided which slab it's going to be. So the slab I'll be giving away after 200 is Mar Marvel Legacy number one, the uh, um, the Ross sketch variant. And I'm trying not to have a glare, but it looks like this. I'm giving away a 9.8 graded G CGC slab. And what is it so, again? What What's the name of the book? Marvel Legacy 1. Uh, the Alex Ross. Is that a 1 in 25? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's a really it's, beautiful yep, it's cover. It's an Alex Ross sketch cover, so. Yeah. It might be a 1 in 100. You might want to look that up, man. Was it? Does it say on there? I can't even remember. It doesn't say on it. Yeah. But yeah. that will be the, when we hit 200, we will put everybody's name into a drawing. And somebody will win this lucky thing. Yep. That is a beautiful book. One Maybe. entry per item, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, you know, you, you can't blame Tim, Matt. I, if I remember correctly, I think it was specifically stated you could enter as many times as you want. Yeah, I know. I'm, yes, just, I'm it, just messing with them. It was. You could have cut it off in any time, man. <laughs> or we could have just faked it we want to make sure you guys are having fun yeah so um uh real quick we want to also talk about something that we're we're doing here with the with the we started doing the giveaways and stuff and um one thing that we kind of put our heads together and took us four months to come up with was um we uh we got our own absolute geek box coming uh here soon and um as you can see, the quality control at this place that are making our boxes, um, they're, they're A1. <laughs> so uh, they use old loot clerk boxes, but, you know, we're just we're just trying to get it out to you guys. So um, we'll have to give a call to their quality quality control department. But what, what our plan is, is uh, the first week of every month, um, we're going to do a uh, some kind of, uh, of drawing, random drawing, 
Um, you can only enter one per person. And what we're going to ask you to do um, is go out there and share our links, uh, share our Facebook posts. Whenever something's going live, you know, throw up a little comment about it and say, hey, you love the show. Please check it out. Um, just something you can do to help us. Should, and then it should be a hashtag we'll that we can search to 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 make them sharing it find it easier. Like like hashtag AP or AGP 200 or something like that. Yeah, um, we'll figure out something, but um, we're just kind of letting it out there and get get a little bit of uh, interest drummed up, and just so you guys uh, can see what's going to be on in some of this stuff. We we have all kinds of goodies uh, that uh, this company is supplying, and um, it's almost random. We're thinking about maybe they they, they talk to us about doing some uh, type of like uh, theme boxes. We're not too sure about that yet, but they did give us an idea of one. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but they did send us each a couple items that they sent us each a loot box um, with some items that were in there. So we're just going to kind of show you some of the things that we got. Um, I Look know how Kyle official got, he's making all of this. Yeah, Kyle got one. Uh, Matt got one. I got two. So uh, let's uh, let's start showing them what we got. I mean, I've already pulled all my stuff out. I don't know if you guys have too, but I've already pulled it all out. So it's not like an unboxing thing. But um, so out of the two boxes that I got, uh, I guess I'll just start. You know, we can go one at a time and show kind of what we got. Um, this was kind of cool. Uh, old school garbage pail kid cheap toy candy. It's in a little garbage pail bag. You can tell it's old. It's probably from some old store or something. They got an old back stock. stock. But uh, let's take a look and see what's in this real quick. Um, go ahead and open this up. The tears of children. The tears of children. Uh, you know what? I don't want to open this up because uh, it's sealed. So, but I can see what's in it, and they look like little figures, old school garbage pail figures. So you can see they're like this is like blind box figures back in '85 because this did come out in '85 or '86. So that's kind of cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that. So go ahead, guys. What you guys? What who's up next? Some gonna, stuff I got. <laughs> You got what now? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Did did you did you get what did you get, Matt? Uh, I got a Super Mario Portal beer cozy. I guess that's that's what I was sent. That's kind of cool. I don't know what that has to do with us, but you know, whatever. Um. Also, <laughs> in mine was uh, uh, a Halo two figure pack so that might be something that will be in your guys's box um came with a one of them came with a spider-man 2099 comic number one um pretty good condition um came with a couple mylars uh matter of fact here is all like the flat stuff that came in one of the boxes came with a couple mylars um i break for wookie's sticker hmm. um i think you definitely by far got the best box Game of Thrones. Um, this is two boxes, so I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Um, old school poster of some kind of comic thing. So that's like some kind of poster they put up in the video. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff from from what we asked. We want to kind of just randomize it and and actually, you know, 
we're going to do our best to try and figure out a way to get some really good stuff in there, random. You know, you, you might open your box and there might be, I don't know, uh, you know, X-Men 266 in there. You never know. You never know what could be in there from what we're told. So um, hopefully uh, what we can do is whoever wins the boxes, they can make a little, you know, post or a video and show us what they get in there. So um, you're going to get a lot of uh, absolute geek material, stickers, maybe a shirt. You never know. Yeah, my um, box came with the a copy of this new Cena Grace comic, Ghosted in L.A. So there you go. You can you never know what your box is going to come with. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Did you? What'd you get, Kyle? Did you get? What was your favorite thing? I didn't even open mine yet. Ah, oh, you bum! It's going to be a surprise box for yeah. all. It's just prototype, yeah. so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> no. We we tried to send Jose one, but he didn't get the message apparently. <laughs> I got mine. He was five minutes late. <laughs> no, but so be looking forward to that. Um, the first box giveaway will be when is it, Matt? So your option, your chance to enter starts tonight. Um, like Brian said, we're just going to do a simple giveaway. Just retweet, um, retweet, repost, share. Uh, this podcast on uh, any of our social media forums with the hashtag um, AGP200 and we'll be able to search that hashtag and find it up and we will draw, that'll answer you to win and we will draw a winner on uh, August 9th. Hashtag AGP200. Gives you three weeks, three weeks from tonight to and, um, and to you need to reshare Reshare a post and then tag that reshare. So there you yeah. go. Enter to win, baby. Yeah, sounds easy enough. That is. It's 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 gonna be fun. It's a lot yeah. easier if everyone just goes and hit that subscribe button for that graded book. Yes. So uh, you know that's the that's the big giveaway. Two hundred subscribers, um, graded book, and you know, see what we got for three hundred subscribers. You never know. Could be something crazy. So, uh, all right, boys, um, you want to get into comic topic of the week? We, uh, we have some feedback it. in the chat here from Bradley S. It says, much love to y'all, but I think you're better off without the switching cameras. So do we. So do we. I we like the switching cameras because you get, to, you get to see who's talking and it's not just little boxes everywhere. Well, we'll figure it out. It's, it's starting to look good. I, I, I think it's nice to be able to see everybody all at once. Um, I have a feeling he must be newer to the show and doesn't. We just started doing it this way, so it's kind of like a growing pain, and we're yeah. trying to. Because I understand, like you get the you get the static in the window when it switches, so it's yeah, it can be. Uh, but we're trying out new things, so um, we'll we'll definitely That's what get about. innovation. We, we just figured that it would look better with the the main person talking in the middle of the screen, so you could actually see who's talking, than uh, yeah. watching all the boxes around the corners. Yeah. So, but yeah, we love that feedback. So give us the feedback. We need the feedback. Um, we rely on it. So. Um, Sorry, comic I didn't topic. To steal your thunder there before going to comic topic of the week, but. No, no, not at all. Uh, comic topic of the week ebay and comic auctions um, yes just we're not going to dive really deep into it we're just going to give you a little corner of it and what we want to talk about today is 
just some things that you might want to look out for um, if you only have a picture to go off of, you know, one picture. There's, there's, you know, a couple things you want to look look for. Um, Kyle, you wanna you wanna go ahead and start. And guys, before we get too into this, I want to make sure you all know that we're doing sure. these segments for for you, the first time collector, or people who are just getting into collecting, or might want some more information. Um, feel free to ask questions in the chat about the topic we're covering. If you have questions or if you feel like there's something we missed that you want us to touch on, make sure to, to say it in the chat. We can see all the chats, no, no matter whether you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitch, or Mixer. You go ahead and put it in your chat. We can see them, and we'll, we'll answer your questions. So without any other interruption, I'll kick it off to Kyle. So when looking on eBay and these Facebook auctions and everything, the first thing I would recommend is don't be scared to ask for more pictures. Yes. A lot of people like to not give very many pictures. And it's great to zoom in and it's great to try to get that extra, you know, you you know, and but sometimes that one that one picture of the front of the book is just not enough. We, we want to see the corners. We want to see the back cover. We want to see the spine. We want to see a couple pages on the inside. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you want to see that. The, yeah. Because yeah. There, there are. I mean, if you don't care what your book looks like. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you don't care what your book looks like, then just go ahead and bid on that stuff. Now, I like how uh, what, one of the important thing about that, what Kyle said is ask for the pictures. Don't expect them. Okay. Because um, some, some eBay sellers or comic sellers on Facebook, they don't have to put those things up. If you really want that book, you're buying it from them. Ask for extra pictures. If they don't give you the pictures and you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. But um, it's not hard just to send a quick sentence to say, Hey, can I get a couple pictures? And most of the time, 99% of the time, I, I think people will uh, reply and say, no problem. Let me get you what you want. And one of the ones that I always like is like a side slide, a side view where you can get the glare from the light. So you can see if there's any dents or spine ticks, because you're not going to see those spine ticks or those dents. If you're looking from a straight on uh, picture, you kind of have to if you have a comic, yeah, I mean, it's it's very simple. A lot, of, uh, all you have to do is pull the comic out and just kind of tilt it. You'll see this the light, maybe. yeah, the light glare off of it. You'll see dents. You'll see tears. You'll see spine ticks, and those can be um, big issues if you think you're buying a high grade book. Uh, also, make sure when you're looking at spine ticks that you're looking for color breaking spine ticks. Color breaking spine ticks are the death of a high grade book because sometimes they're not easy to see and you'll send one a book in and there'll be like three or four that you just could not see or one or two you could not see and they will they will uh, ding a book for spine ticks now non-color breaking spine ticks and basically what that means is a spine tick is a is like a crease in the spine of the book and if it's bad enough you'll actually see it break the color almost like a little <clears throat> rip in the book so do you, you have know, do you have anything to kind of um, show examples? I don't unfortunately no. uh, I, I, don't, I don't have any examples right now but you guys can can see this in your books at home. You just pull out a book, take a look at the spine if if, if 
there's no color breaking ticks in there and they're just little dents, those can be pressed out. And we'll talk more about more in the future about pressing, but but just know those can be pressed out to if it's a, a very high grade, a, a high a key that you want to try and get high grade, it can be those non-color breaking ticks can be pressed out. So that's those are a couple of things to look for on the spine of those pictures. And another thing is if someone's not willing to send you more pictures, immediately take that as a red flag. Either they don't give a shit about having you as a customer or there's something that they don't want you to see until you end up with the book. Because it's just like any type of sale. Like you, the ability to be able to examine the merchandise is very important. Yes. And it's something we all do when we're looking through books. <coughs> yeah. So, Jose, you got, any, you got anything along the lines of that? No, I was just going to say – when like you were saying, like if it's tilted weirdly and you get a picture with it, look for like waves. That's a big thing, like waves in the covers. I, th I sometimes think that, that means water damage. Yes, and and it's, but but there's that's very important what you said there, Jose, because some way a lot of new books get these waves in them due to the printing process. There's a difference between water damage waves and the regular printing process waves. You know a water damage wave. I mean, yeah. it's very noticeable when you when you see it. Um, but that is well, you can feel water damage because it's harder. Like yes. the paper's harder. Yes. Um, also, go ahead, okay. oh, Kyle. It's another red flag to look for when you're on online auctions and eBay things. If anybody tells you that it's mint, it's not. I would. It's not. I, agree. I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree on Never that. Never is. I, I don't agree. I totally disagree on that. Um, I, I think that... I think How that, many mints have you gotten? That's I, gotten I, mint. Not I, near mint. Mint. I just put up 15 books la, uh, the other night, and <coughs> four or five of those books, I really think have a like a 99% shot at a 9.8. And if they're at that That's point... But they, yeah, I mean, come on, you're, you're, you're grasping straws here. If it's a raw book, if somebody says mint, I mean, it's, it's a raw book. I, I, anytime someone just says it's mint, I pass by it. Why? You could be, it could be a killer deal. Um, it's if it's just too mint. good to be true, it's it probably is. Okay. Okay. I, I get that. We get that. I, you know, and, and. And I like to undergrade it a little bit so that when they get it, it's a little bit above their expectation and they're a little bit happier. Yeah, yeah. And it's very hard to find a mint book. Yeah, I mean, I ten, mean if you look yeah. in the CDC, <laughs> 10.0s, I hard guess. to find a 10. Yeah. But like near mint plus, I'll, I'll stick with, you know, I'll, 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 I believe into that, but... Yeah, or, or or high grade, high grade is another one. Um, another thing is, or new and bad from that one too. Yeah, another thing is, sometimes it's good to look at the inside of the book. Now, a lot of uh, <clears throat> sellers will put the color of the pages and what the inside of the book look, looks like. So I like that sometimes. Um, that's always good to see. One of the things about Facebook auctions, though, is obviously they're not pulling books out of the bag and board. So, 
I think with Facebook auctions, as it's becoming a growing thing that's getting, I mean, it's becoming so big and it, it could turn into something amazing, but it will continue as it continues to grow and new things will happen. New people will come up with ideas on how to show those books better. But right now it's kind of like uh, the wild west. So just know that going in that on these online auctions and stuff like that, that you might not be getting the highest grade books. Um, so just know that because you can't really tell. Now that's why it's always great to have a graded book because 99% of the time or 90% of the time, those books are gonna re reflect those grades if you're going with a reputable grader. Um, Another thing is to remember different volumes on the books. So keep an eye out for that. Sorry, Tim, go ahead. I wanted to ask you guys something because I've been playing with Facebook auctions a lot. How confident are you when you look at a book through pictures with with what you're getting? I mean, I understand what you're saying about looking at spine ticks and all that. But I know you guys are more seasoned than I am. When yes. you're looking at a book like that, how how confident are you in your ability to look at the picture and know what you're actually going to get when you open the package? I'm not with Facebook at all. It, um, any online auction is hard because like Kyle will say, or no Kyle, but like um, Brian was saying last week with Mylars and, and Kyle kind of touched on it too. Mylars do can go a long way on Facebook auctions to make the book look better <laughs> than it is. Kyle could be the first one to attest to you because he's had it happen to him where the book looks awesome and the grader's like, oh, yeah, it's a near mint or it's a 9.6 in this Mylar and you get it and the book's an absolute piece of shit. So it's you got to be real careful when buying online. Like I, I usually when I do eBay or online auctions, I ask for multiple pictures. They say, I'll say, can I see it out of the Mylar? Can I see the corners? Can I see the spine? Like. You you got to just get into meticulous to asking your questions, and and a lot of good sellers won't even blink an eye at it. They'll be like, "All right, cool, well, I'll get that for you." But some of them, if they give you if they give you trouble with it, see, especially seeing it on the mylar, it's a red flag to me. Another thing, Tim, that might help. I also buy from a lot of the same sellers. That's what I was going to say. The most important thing to look for is <coughs> Facebook doesn't really have the thing that eBay has, which is your feedback score. That feedback score is so important. And because Facebook doesn't have it, it's that wild west, you know? So I'm just, I'm a, I, even though I really want to jump into the Facebook auctions, I really want to, you know, try and see how that plays out. And, you know, I think that's the way we're going. It's just, it's just new. It's very new. And we really only have a couple of options for online buying other than going to the stores directly. And that's really, you know, my comic shop, eBay, Facebook, there's, there's only a couple of them. So that can kind of be a bummer. So what I, what I do with first time Facebook people that I haven't dealt with before, when I go through their auctions and I look at their pictures, I look at what they grade and We'll get into this later, but there's actual sites on Facebook where you can go and there's ratings on people and how they've shipped and, and how close their grades are and and if they've scanned people and if they've messed with people. There's 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 ways you can go into these groups and you can find these people's names and you can see what kind of reputation they have. You know, another good thing to do is, is go into these buy and scammer groups and we'll have him on next week 
So I want to talk about that. Yeah, this will um, be our, our comic so, topic of the week next week. Hey, I'm thinking about buying this book from so-and-so. Can anybody give – has anybody uh, bought from them before? And then people come on and be like, yep, he's a trusted seller. So once you get that relationship – like I have a few people that I – I buy books down. If they say it's if they say it's the grade, it's the grade. I, I totally believe them, and for the most part, my regular people that I buy from they've been pretty spot on. Yeah. And so, but it's it doesn't hurt to do your homework. And there's a lot of groups out there that will, if you take the time, will help you with that homework. Yes, yes, rely on each other. That's what's so great about this community aspect of comics. You, you create a group of people, a network of people that you can trust because they need to be able to trust you because you're helping each other. And when there's, you know, dirtbags that enter that group, they get caught pretty quick and get ousted. And because nobody wants to get ripped off in this, in this community. Um, nobody wants to see anybody get ripped off in this community. So the community aspect is so important. So that's, that's a great point, Kyle, that would work for Tim is, to have him join these communities and become vocal and, you know, ask questions and, and talk to people through, through DMs. <laughs> Definitely don't, a couple of things that I want to say, don't do. Don't go into these groups and ask little questions, just, you know, constant little questions, this and that. It's one thing if you have, you know, like a little uh, big question, but don't oh, just barrage them with stuff feel out the group first feel you know see how things react read their about page read their rules it's the, you're you're joining this group learn how to play the game how they work yes um so that's 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 very important in in my opinion um i'm trying to think of something else uh do you do you have anything matt that you can think of the other thing you got to be careful is like brian said do your homework know what you're looking for know what you're going after because there's some of these issues out there where you you might think you have a first to print and, and you don't. And do you, you know how to tell the difference between a first and second print on the barcode and all that? That it'll show you on the barcode whether it's a first or second print. Um, if it doesn't have the barcode, then ask them to look inside where it says printing. Yeah. In the, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Back. yeah. Like and, if, and we'll get into first and second printings. Uh, that'll definitely be a, a topic coming up sh uh, soon. Um, that's something that we really need to talk about and how to look for, you know, tell if it covers a variant. So that's that's definitely something like a, we're going to be talking about. If you about. look on the barcode, like right here, you probably can't see it through my camera. It'll say like um, 21011. And if it's a second printing, it'll it'll tell you right there whether there's a one or a two, whether it's a second or a third or those numbers will change depending on the printing. So that's something yeah. to definitely keep in mind too as well. And cause there's, there's some comics out there that are like what one comes to mind is Spider-Man 301, the white cover. Um, that's, there's many different variants of that cover and they all look the same and it's very easy to get tripped up. Yeah. It's like that with a lot of books, a lot of key books. They have a lot of, they'll, they'll have Marvel legends variants. They'll have, newsstand variants they'll have canadian variants and it can be very confusing and that's kind of our plan with this comic topic of the week not to give you the the, the totally brand new beginner stuff um but but kind of like you know the intermediate stuff that might help you down the road 
Um, the really simple stuff you can kind of figure out on your own. But this stuff is stuff that you might not find in those simple pages or those those simple uh, beginner stuff. This is kind of stuff that we along the way have learned on our own that we're trying to give to you. So we're we're basically yeah. trying with this with this whole little segment each week. We're trying to stop you guys from being suckers because I think we've all been taken advantage of at, at some point throughout this game and made suckers and and made simple mistakes where we got to take it for a ride like just Brian had it happen with him a couple of weeks ago with the that Vampirella. Uh, Vampirella cover where you thought it was the first printing and it turned out not to be and like that Spider-Man 301 I'm talking about there's there's toy variants <laughs> there's different variants that look identical to the correct first printing you just got to do your homework and make sure you know like there's sites out there that'll break down what specifically to look for and you just got to be very careful that you don't get taken for a ride when you're when you're dealing with online auctions and facebook auctions or you know um even uh ebay and and yeah. kind of research know your first appearances because there's a lot of people out there that like to stamp a book as a character's first appearance and it's not it's their first oh, cover man. appearance or Oh, you know, God. like that, that, that happens constantly off. or like they're like, it's a, it's your, their first appearance. No, that's it, a cameo appearance. Like it's, it's just, there's, there's yeah, lots of things deep. you got to watch out for. Yeah. It can get deep. So, but yeah, I mean, um, Hulk 180's first appearance. Yeah. The biggest yep. one I think is a Gambit one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we'll get into that. Those will be uh future topics and stuff like that. But so we wanted to kind of just give you a, another quick idea about how to deal with ebay and online auctions and you know what to not get taken i think just know what stuff is going for before you start bidding on stuff it's easy to get caught up in the moment of wanting a book and you just keep incrementing it incrementing it incrementing it incrementing it so it's really good to be able to know what it's worth know your cutoff yeah you know, absolutely that's okay i I can go on eBay. I can get it for fifteen dollars. Why is this guy selling it for forty-one? Why are these people paying these crazy prices? So it's just you know, I guess it's kind of a no one to hold them and no hold them type of thing. Yeah, just just know what you're buying. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Really boils down to do your homework. Yeah, knowing your cutoff too is a. It's a. I couldn't have come up with a better suggestion, Kyle. Knowing your cutoff because there's been many a times where Kyle and I will sit in the same. Facebook auction and we're watching this fodder book go for, you know, twice, three times what you can buy it for on eBay. Like it'll be a book that's going for five bucks on eBay and these people are paying 30, 40, $50 for it. And you're sitting here shaking your head going, what, what's going on <clears throat> right now? And I think it's excitement of being in the live auction is what I think what happens. That, and there's a lot of, and you don't know if this person maybe has someone in there with them, that's bidding up the book to try and get more money out of you to try and bid it up. So just like know your cutoff, man. Do you re research the book real quick if you're not sure on eBay? And and it's just like with everything else, just be prepared. Yep. Yep. Um, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna get into something real quick, and I just want to give everybody a warning. Uh, we're gonna talk about Stranger Things. Stranger Things has been out for a while. Oh, so good. Yeah, so if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Go see it. You know, we're not going to deal with the spoiler stuff anymore. You know, we're just going to give you a quick warning and whatever. So uh, it's been out long enough as deemed by the spoiler 
the spoiler police. So, Eight days. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's talk about uh, what you guys think. What'd you think, Tim? I have not watched it. Yeah, I, I don't feel oh, bad. Tim, neither have I. Jeez. Uh, I, I, I got I to be honest. Season two really killed it for me. It was I didn't like season two. It was boring to me. Dude, when season two is so much better. Well, yeah. well, I'll let you guys talk about it, and then I'll tell you what I've heard from all my friends other than you, you, you know, the people on the show. Um, but I, I just – I can't stand Winona Ryder's acting, and I think that the product placement has gotten a little too ridiculous. It's like there's a ten product placements in every scene. Yes, and so I kind of haven't seen it yet either, Tim. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Just there's other cooler things out there, but I'm all for spoiling it. So let's hear it. Oddly enough, season three to me was the best season. Like I yeah. liked it more than season one and two. Season two, like oh, you said, kind of. Season two drug on, like it went to places that I really didn't need it to go, and that whole thing with Eleven and her mom and her becoming emo and all that. And dude, season three, like Iron Man three, I yeah. liked that. Else, I thought that was kind of cool. Like season three, it it hits the ground running. Like it's it like I was through six episodes and and I was like, man, uh, this is what like episode three or four. And it and it was almost the season's almost done. There's only eight episodes. It goes, it goes by fast. If you if you sit there and you want to nitpick the product placement, it, it's bad. It's bad in season three. I'll give you that. It's. I like Sam Goody. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> Sam Goody and and Back to the Future and like it just. <coughs> I, mean, I there's find Back to the Future and Sam Goody. I didn't find all that as product placement. That was the. Like, okay, so July 3rd, 1985, that's when Back to the Future came out. Mm -hmm. Okay, the way the mall was set up is the way that you remember the mall being the kid. Yep. Sam Goody, the food court. That, yep. I mean, that was that way that it was set up was almost a tribute to Fast Times at Ridgemont High <laughs> because that whole movie, everybody worked in the food court. That was the place to be. It was in. And Fast High's original high is the it's it's one of the great eighties movies. And this is nineteen eighty-five, but every movie that was playing in the theater came out at that time. July. So they were dead on with one when, when it came out. But that's what it was. You went to the food court, you hung out, every you sat around at the mall. That was the epicness of going to the mall when you were that age, because it's it was that little bit of freedom that you had. And I loved it, just like I loved... I mean, like, I personally thought the first three fucking episodes could have been better. I it, I totally drug. And it, like, it putted along, and then it gave you excitement at the end. Putted along, gave you excitement at the end. Putted along, gave you excitement at the end. After episode four, it really took off. But I was like... I was like, they're really just... Like, it was... The first couple episodes were really just fucking like time killing, but that's all it was. There was real nothing Potter. real behind it. It was, it was kind Potter. of boring, but the whole mall stuff was off. Just like that Russian dude that was there, uh, following right behind him, and he it was like Terminator. Like yeah. they did so many nods to so many things. It was fucking epic, and I just like. The part with the fireworks where they're shooting the fireworks and 
That reminded me of the gate when they were shooting the rockets oh, into the demon gate. when they had to bring the demon back into hell. That gate, the gate is one of my all time favorite movies. Good shit. So that, and so like it was a total, like that reminded me of a nod to that. Like I was like, it's like it reminded me of so many cool movies from when I was younger. Like, you know, like you know, like I know they didn't use fireworks in the gate, but they sh they were shooting fucking the rockets that they made, and it, it, same concept. And I, I just, you just you you totally see where they have their influence, and, and I thought it was pretty fucking cool that they did that. Yeah, that I don't know. I it's it's cool when it's like the first season was cool, but it just. But it is cool when it reminds you of stuff because I haven't thought of the gate in years, man. And that was cool to hear that. I'm probably gonna go throw that on uh, my watch list. Like, and I don't as know. As soon as the, there, there's an episode where they're in, where they're in what? The How are you there? Oh, um, there's a in there. Matt started talking, so I stopped. There's a there as soon as they were in the uh, grocery store, they uh, they started picking up the fireworks, and I was like, I know exactly what they're gonna fucking do with that. I knew that they were gonna do that, and I know that they're building up to that. That, and as soon as I saw them picking them up, I was like, I know where they got the idea from. That I don't know. I just there were so many cool nods to me, and you know what? It could be me grasping at straws and me. Um, putting shit together that's not really there but just because it's just what I thought of but that's I mean I could be way wrong that's just how I took it no I mean I my I like to you know remind of you things you did as a kid sneaking into movies and and like Kyle said hanging out at the mall hanging out at the food court like that was the cool thing to do and and it's that's one of the things I love about Stranger Things it's it's a not only is it a good show and the acting's good and the stories are good, the the nostalgia is is a driver and the nostalgia is almost a, as big of a plot point in the show as the monster or whatever issue they're going through. Like, that's I have a question for you guys. One of the things that you know, I, I watched a little bit of it while my buddies were watching it. You know, just kind of walking in and out. And one of the things that I saw that kind of and this was really weird for me because. It just made me realize that I'm old as fuck. And watching Eleven, ah. what's his name, making out and stuff. And I'm just like, I just felt like it's. it just seemed so young to be seeing all that. And, and, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm old. You know what I mean? Like five years, you know, 20 years like, ago, I would have never thought that. That's, that's what I mean. I don't, that's what I mean. That's why it's so weird being uh having that thought because i don't look at them as teenagers even though they are i still when i see uh you know millie what's her name bobby brown something bobby brown millie bobby uh, brown yeah i still see her as that little little girl you know what i mean i don't see her as a teenager so it was just weird it was it was just a weird feeling it was me kind of adulting a little too hard and uh i realized you know what? They're fucking teenagers. The show. How long is this? Sh when was the when was the first series? When did that first uh, series came or um, season come out? Oh, I want to say like it's been a few years. Two years ago. So it's only been two years. It's got to be three long years ago. Four, five. 
Um, let me see. Four or five. The first episode of Stranger Things premiered July 15th, 2016. Three years ago. Yep. So three years. Three years, Damn. three seasons. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Big shout out to Cobra Comics. Um, hope you enjoy your Neil Adams print, my friend. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Like the thing with Winona Ryder is she's still, I don't know, she's Mary still got this place in my heart. And I think she's fried. I think her brain's fried. I, I don't think her acting was super bad in this season. Yeah, I haven't seen the season, so I don't know. But the first one and two, it was so bad. Like, she almost ruined season one. Season one was so good that her horrible acting couldn't ruin it, but it was pretty close. That's You're, like, the only person I've ever heard say that. Like, Stranger Things is the reason she has a career again. It is. It is. But that doesn't mean her acting is good. I think her acting is pretty good in it. Wow. I think it's terrible. I think she was one of the she was one of the bright points of season one. She's always got the same exact emotion, like, oh my god, where am I? She plays a good, overbearing mother. Yeah, it's she's dealing with loss, man. Like that, you don't think you know the first episode, the first season, she's missing her kid. No one knows what the hell happened to her kid, and then the second season, she loses her her fiance and Bob, and then this. This season, she's kind of just trying to deal with all of it still. So well, she good, loses that other guy. Yeah, good actors are able to play multiple emotions different ways, or a, a single emotion different ways. She hers is the same exact way each time. What are you calling her, Kristen Stewart? You calling her Kristen yes. Stewart? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, I still so, see her as Lydia. And I don't think I don't think that's right how she's always been it's just since, since since stranger things beetlejuice was i love beetlejuice i love beetlejuice i love heathers i loved um there's so many good movies she was in mr deeds i like her in mr deeds i don't care what anyone says she just yeah i don't know if her brain's fried i don't know what it is man she's i like anyway. mr deeds I, yeah. if, if they don't do an episode where she gets caught shoplifting something it's a missed opportunity <laughs> right <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say is they definitely have to have her shoplift. <laughs> That'd be funny. This opportunity. Right. So, what, what, so what do you guys give uh, season three on a scale of one to ten? I give oh, it an eight, eight five. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Eight five for sure. What do you think, Kyle? The first three episodes were better. It'd be like a nine. I agree with Jose because the first few episodes just were they were they were pointless. I don't know if they would say the, the whole pool scenes kind of they they were super slow. They could have done a lot more. I, I'll give you slow, but I don't think it's pointless because they set up their entire season in in the first episode basically with with Billy getting taken over by the mind flare. So it didn't even happen in the first episode. It happened at the end of the first episode, because he's supposed to end. He's supposed to pound out. Uh, he's supposed to go pound out fucking um, Mike's mom. 
Go to Pound Town. Yeah, he's a milf hunter. Another thing that, that I thought kind of what uh, Billy is going to pound out Mike's mom. Which one was Billy? He's the uh, he was the Red Power Ranger in the Power Ranger remake, and now he's he just came in season two. He's uh, the okay. redheaded chick's brother. All right, I was thinking it was one of the kids. I was like, oh Whoa, no, with it, that, no. That's escalating quickly. I couldn't remember all their names. Another thing that I thought was interesting was uh, Keith's take when Keith said, told me about it, he said that he was tired of this villain. He's like, they get, they just got to get rid of this villain. They're, they're, they're really just dragging it out. Did you guys feel that at all? In their universe, that's their villain though. But that's the thing is that I just don't think like in supernatural, their villain. Isn't supernatural like multiple different types of villains. No, go ahead. Finish what you're Yeah, monsters. But you know what I mean? You're very, what it is well like, back. yeah and it's the not only that but what you got to pick on is pick up on is that it's it's a different villain each season the first the it's the same type but it's it's technically different like the first one was the demogorgon which is like the flower-shaped head dude and then the second season was the um um i can't think of the, the takeover yeah, it was the um, I can't think of the name of the monster. Um, anybody out there in chat? Was it the, was it the Hydra or? And then the third one is is the Mind Flare. So like it's it's doing different things each time. Like the first one was hunting him. The second one was kind of doing the same thing. Is the third one was actually taking him over, and killing people and and using their their essence blobs. to earn blobs and body parts to rebuild himself so it, it's different it's it's the same, I, but I different. See what, yeah it's the same but different to quote yeah. to quote james franco and <laughs> same Pineapple. same but different <laughs> no. um all right next one on the list is uh flash uh the dumpster fire that is the flash movie um is this thing what ever gonna movie? get made no, yeah, it's is this never thing gonna made. get made? No, it's not. And it, it could have been really good, I think. And at the point now where the Snyder universe is done and over, it, it it doesn't need to be made. There's it's pointless now. Yeah. There's absolutely no need for it because it's not gonna connect into Flashpoint. And if they try to make a connection to Flashpoint, it's gonna be stupid because they're set up for it. The actor who they helped set it up isn't even part of the DCU anymore. So, I, I, it, have they come out and said that they're totally going? They're not going to do any team ups anymore, and each hero is going to have his own universe. I mean, what have they said about that? No, but you can't. They set up a Ben Affleck and Justice League. Affleck's gone. Affleck's yeah, out. But, Robert Pattinson's but, in. But they're, Bruce Wayne isn't gone. I mean, characters. The people who but, play those characters, like look at James Bond. Dude, how stupid is that going to be? If you're like, all right, we set this up in Justice League, and you got old ass Ben Affleck, and then they're going to continue the story with young ass Robert Pattinson. That doesn't be well, dumb. Well, depends on how they tell the story. Ah, get out if of here. If they're doing flashbacks, I mean, you mean they don't know. yeah, they don't want to pay. You know, for, it, they don't want to go paying Ben any more royalties. I don't think Ben wants to do it. I don't think it has anything to do with. I mean, they want. I think they wanted Ben. I think Ben was just like. I gotta fucking chill. I don't know. Dude was on a highway yeah. to hell. It'll I don't be think... just like the '90s Batman movies. It'll be what? Just I mean, like the 
like the 90s Batman movies, they were all kind of the same continuity, but you had exactly. four different Bruce Wayne's. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't they never really referenced each other though, did they? I yeah. think the only two that reference each other are Batman and Batman Begins because it's the same actor. After that, I don't think they really reference each other. I don't, honestly, I don't remember because I try to forget the other ones after Batman Returns. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I think the only thing that makes them overarching and reference each other is uh, Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Yeah. Oh God, the nipples. Yeah. The bad yeah. nipples. And the bad puns. Because he, uh, he was Robin and Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, right? He was in yes. both of those. Yeah. That's the one with Uma Thurman, yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Jim Tommy Lee Jones. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. The Riddler. What a crazy... Think about all the stars in that movie, man. Holy cow. That was it's like uh, Avengers from back in the day. Guilty pleasure uh, movies. Yeah. Yeah, guilty pleasures. The only difference is Avengers didn't suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a big difference. It's just, it's a bummer that they have such a great framework, DC does, in all the amazing, you know, 100 years of comics or whatever, and they are not going to use any of it. It's just, it's sad. I mean, whatever. Well, they, <clears throat> isn't it, is it Warner Brothers that just hired J.J. Uh, Abrams' company to come in and... Keep it up, uh, tear it down, and build yeah. it up. Yeah, then they hire like some big deal with Bad Robot to come in and start working things over. It's a good question. Let me uh, let me take a look here. I think JJ. I mean, if anything, you would think JJ and Marvel are in each other's pockets <coughs> since he's doing all that work with you know Disney owns Marvel and he's doing all that stuff with Star Wars. I wouldn't. I wouldn't foresee I, them letting him do doing, nothing. And he's doing a Spider-Man run? Yeah, well, yeah, and him and his kid are doing a run of Spider-Man. So, I mean, I wouldn't see J.J. letting them do – or them letting J.J. do nothing with DC. No, you're right, Tim. It says here, um, we recently got wind that J.J. Abrams, the director behind Star Wars, an all-around mega producer, is nearing a deal with Warner Media. His company, Bad Robot, would set up shop at the media conglomerate, which is formed blah, blah, blah. What could possibly make him more some? Uh, so, anyways, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to read the whole article, but it looks like J.J. Abrams they're they're trying to bring him in to uh, take over the DCEU. So, well, does it just say Warner Brothers? Or does it say does it say anything in there about the DC universe? Yeah, it says um, it just so happens that Warner Brothers has a franchise, namely the DC universe, that could use an architect, specifically a guy that's proved he knows how to reinvigorate a brand. Yet yeah, they got yeah. very cold feet. Oh, it says here, uh, the studio ha initially had tremendous confidence in Snyder's vision. He was there. He was their architect. Yet they got cold feet, and things got contentious in regards to how to handle the justice. <laughs> so here we go. Zack Snyder eventually left the project, though he remained the accredited director, and Joss Whedon was brought on to oversee rewrites. Well, he left because his kid died. So yeah, ex extensive reshoots and well as well as usher in the movie through the post-production process. So they, you know, they go on. Da, da, da. So I think they're just trying to find their own Kevin Feige. I mean, if they're smart, that's what they should do. He, he left because his kid died. So I don't like the fact that the article makes it sound like he was like, Oh, this shit sucks. I'm out. You know? And, yeah. And it, and it, some articles make it out like he got fired. Yeah. Like, like they shit can him and brought in Whedon, which was not the case. Yeah. He's a little busy. That's why I want to see the Snyder version. <laughs> 
Here's the thing. My, in my personal opinion, where they went wrong is by trying to bring Justice League into the um, Man of Steel universe and letting Snyder do it. If it was going into the Nolan universe, I think it works ten times better. If you go into that Nolan universe with everything that just happened in, in Batman, they it should've. makes so much more sense to bring the Justice League in. The Nolan universe was so good. I understand that the final, the last movie wasn't as great as the other two, but that that whole universe was so good and done so well. They should have did whatever they could to continue that going. And I think they initially tried. I think that was their plan, but they got talked out of it for whatever reason, and they did the whole craziness. And didn't wasn't Christopher Nolan like a, a producer on one of those those early movies or was producer on all of them he was his executive producer on batman and batman versus superman and justice league yeah so i don't think that he really had much to do with it after man of steel i think man of steel maybe he probably was like a architect of the plot maybe i don't know but though him and his brother are such geniuses that they should they should have did everything they can could to, to keep them around. And the problem and on it. the problem with Justice League is any intelligent person will pick up within the first twenty minutes of the movie that you're basically just watching an Avengers clone. The plot is the same as the Avengers. Yeah, one hundred percent the same as the Avengers. Yeah. So it's they just <coughs> yeah I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with with the Matt Reeves. Um, reboots Batman trilogy and like I said they're, I think the the way they go to make that money is you do villains you focus on the villains don't focus on the heroes make the heroes the count the the side characters in the in the story and focus on the villains and give it give it a different take than what Marvel's giving if you can show up and show that you can do villains well they'll start to overtake the Marvel universe because Marvel as we all still saw with Spider-Man home uh, far from home they still have a problem even though they've fixed it in a couple movies they still have a problem with getting villains right yes and killing and villains, them off and villains are the best characters in any uh, you know, or move, movie or book, the villains are the, that's why actors want to play villains so bad because villains are the best characters. Why keep killing them? If they're the best characters, why keep killing them? So we just lost Kyle. I think he's having some, uh, some computer issues. I was going to say, cause he's like, he's kind of like lagging behind yeah. a little bit. It seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, cause uh, he's like stopping at weird spots where no one's talking. Yeah, we are having, uh, you know, it is pretty hot. So when it gets this hot out here, we have some issues with the internet. Else. Yeah, it, it's funny you say you say that. It does, man. There's just some crazy stuff that happens out here when it gets 115 degrees. Spencer says on Facebook, all I want to know is when a Green Lantern core movie is going to be made. They're talking about yes. that. It's it's in the works. I know that. That's what I want more than anything. I want a Jeff Johns Green Lantern universe. Uh, and I would love to have... Grant Morrison be a part of that. Hey, good luck getting it though. I, I mean, know they, they announced it at San Diego like years ago before Batman, Superman, or Justice League ever came out. Yeah, and it's supposed to have been out last year, maybe. I think because or those other movies were so bad, they just completely said screw it. Well, and that's when they had their whole like blueprint of okay, you're gonna have yeah. Batman, Superman, and then Justice League, then Wonder Woman, and then Aquaman, and then Flash. <coughs> and I think it all started to go into the shitter when... A bit too much. Yeah, well, it all started to go into the shitter when Batman, Superman tanked, when Justice League didn't perform well, when when uh, 
you know, Suicide Squad was shit, and they had to bring in different editors and basically refilm that entire movie. And that entire movie is two different movies in one. And then you, you know, yeah, they hit they hit it, you know, a good shot with Aquaman and um, uh, Wonder Woman. But even Shazam, people love Shazam. There's a video out there of the director of Shazam rewatching the movie and completely tearing it apart. So, it sucks. like, even Shazam isn't. It, to me, I thought Shazam was a weak movie. I didn't think it was as good as as Th- everyone thank thought you. it was. Thank you for saying that. Uh, everybody like, gave it an eight Yeah, it was better everybody. than Batman Superman, and it was better than um, oh, Suicide Squad, but. That's not a hard be- bar to beat. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, there's been so many people kissing that movie's ass. It was a good, it was a decent movie, but it wasn't a great movie. No, I thought it sucked, and I thought the fact that he had to bring in Shazam kids at the end to help him beat the villain made him look weak as fuck. And he's supposed to be as strong as Superman. Yeah. Well, here. he doesn't know how to use his powers yet. But but that's, even that's still, why, but that's that's why Shazam is is such a great character because. He is one of you know more powerful than Superman, but he's a kid. He doesn't know how to use utilize yeah. you know the powers with his mind yet. So that's kind of like my all one of my all top three all time favorite comic storylines is Kingdom Come by um, uh, it's drawn by Alex Ross and did Mark Wade do Kingdom Come? I can't remember. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Mark Wade and Alex Ross. So Mark Wade wrote it. It is genius because the, the whole movie is about this this god character takes over Shazam, Billy Batson. And because he's got that kid mind, he can he can, you know, make him do what he wants by entangling his mind and, and saying, Oh, everybody's out to get you. And you know, he doesn't know how to process things correctly like an adult would. So that's why, you know, Shazam becomes all evil in Kingdom Come. And it is one of the best character studies, everything about comics is that whole character shazam and kingdom come so i wish they kind of would have went that route a little bit i just think they they tried to focus too much on the comedy aspect in that movie and i don't think it was as great as it it wasn't terrible but it wasn't as great as some people are hyping it to be yeah yeah so uh Oh well, well we can always hope. We can always, you know, wish that one of those things is going to be is is going to end up happening, and maybe we'll get something. But one of my favorite things, and I know Matt's a big fan of this character too, is Craven uh, the Hunter. Ooh. And yeah, rumors are coming hot and heavy about Craven showing up, and you know the next movie. And if you guys, if this happens, I'm I'm telling you that it it could be a really good storyline. They would have to mess it up royally to make it bad so as long as they 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 go by what we know craven has done and if they do the whole you know mike zek uh who was the the writer of that uh craven storyline with the uh, spider-man what was that name of that storyline craven or craven's last hunt yeah craven's last hunt what a great storyline and if they do that story well, with the way Marvel's MO is, it would killing off villains. They might as well just do that fucking story. Yep. And then bring his daughter on. Go ahead, Tim. Is Mysterio dead? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I, I don't think so either. You saw it, Brian? No, but I read a bunch about it. And 
So you think it was just an illusion? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Very good. Low key. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something going on. This is going to sound really crazy because I haven't seen the movie, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's something going on where they're playing, like this is a play that they're doing, or there's there's something going on in the background where Spider, where Peter Parker doesn't know there's a play going on in the background and that this had to happen this way. Um, I hope it doesn't happen, but I could see them doing something silly like that. So, anyways, Craven. I don't think so, I don't think it's gonna be a, like a play, but I mean, it's Mysterio. Like you, there's one storyline that everyone needs to read that shows you just how badass of a motherfucker Mysterio is. You know, and what is it, Brian? I see you nodding your old, head. Old man Logan. Exactly. Old man Logan. <laughs> exactly. You see what kind of a badass Mysterio is, and can be. I, I don't can think be. that he's dead and i think it's all a ploy like look he he had time with that ai he who knows what he could have he could have manipulated the ai and the glasses to lie to to peter and say that because when he asked is he dead and she's like no more illusions you it could have been lying to him you know so i don't think he's dead but yeah i think setting up craven the hunter um, moving forward, because it, it could set up what is the storyline? Identity crisis, um, or no, maybe Secret not identity war. crisis. No, not Secret War. Um, fuck, Secret I can't. War? No, 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 none of those. There's, I can't think of the fucking storyline name. Um, Describe it. Hold on. Well. I think yeah, that... it's it's identity crisis, Spider-Man identity crisis, where um, fucking Isn't that DC no, that's identity crisis. No, it's Marvel. <laughs> it's Marvel. But there is an identity crisis, DC. Yeah, yeah. that's what started Infinite. Yeah, but this is that's it's a Spider-Man identity crisis. It was fucking like an eight-page miniseries. Eight um, issue page. Or eight eight issue. whole pages. Sorry, eight issues. Sorry. Eight whole pages. <laughs> Front and back. Ah, so it's four. <laughs> no okay. So yeah, like he remember he so he starts wearing different costumes with different personalities to try and oh that's like, when the symbiote to keep starts. his yeah to keep like his identity under wraps and a secret and yeah that's that's the identity crisis storyline. Well. Something interesting that uh, Cobra Comics brought up in the chat is who, he asked, who would you cast to play Craven? And, you know, this is a nice little sagu into our next topic. And that's there's a lot of casting rumors coming hot and heavy. And one of them is Craven. And um, there's a guy that's campaigning for it. And uh, Matt. Reeves? Well, no, but uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name, Matt? The guy. Um, it's a real Russian name. Stefan Kabik. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy. Yeah, thanks. He's the guy that voices um, Colossus in the Deadpool movies. And okay. if you see him, he was asked at San Diego Comic Con last year, I believe it was, or the year before, if he could play a, a, a villain who he would be. And he even said Craven the Hunter. And if you see a picture of him, he fucking he looks perfect for the role. Yeah, he looks absolutely perfect for Craven the Hunter. I think it should be John Cena. No, it's you can't see it then. <laughs> yeah, no. 
I love how no matter what, even if you don't follow wrestling, when you say John Cena, you got to do this. <laughs> you got to wave your hand. What he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time John Cena came out, and the only reason I knew about it is because I'm hanging out with my buddy, and he had a, he has a little he has a son, and his son was uh, probably like seven or eight at the time, and that's all he kept saying: "You can't see me, you can't see me." I'm like, "What the hell do you mean? I can't see you?" Um, anyways, um, the next one is. Hold on, I'm the, gonna link a picture. I'm gonna send you a link in the chat to okay. the actor so you can pull it up because. I, I just gave you the the primary window. Okay. okay. So let Ooh, me... Brian, the primary. Well, because he's already <laughs> in the middle. He's running shit, so let him. <laughs> Do you have uh, the there, link? I just sent for... a link in the chat. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Why is he wearing any pants? That's weird. Who, Brian? No, Matt. Oh. His link. <laughs> Can you guys see? Uh, let me share my screen. God, this is such a pain in the ass. Why? Stupid Google. Can you guys tell, see it? Tell me. Yeah. That's not perfect for Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I, I think, think that was I think Jose just fell out of his chair. It's so good. <laughs> no, no. I think you're right. I think that. fell out of his chair. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'd be good. I'd like to see him in like a leopard. No. I do not want no, Cobra. I do not want to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Craven the Hunter. No, <laughs> negative. No, no more limbo contest. Yeah. We're good with that. Yeah. He's well, already got, no he's already got the good accent, Craven the Hunter. You, you know, it's that's that's the storyline I want next. I want to if Kevin Feige is coming out and saying that we're going to see something completely different from Spider-Man in the next movie. I want I want Craven's Last Hunt, and if they want to throw in Spider Slayers in there, and they want to kind of throw an Identity Crisis where he's changing costumes and and all that, which they kind of had hints of that in this movie, in Far From Home, I'm okay with that too. But Craven Craven's Last Hunt, even if they do it with or without the black suit, I don't care. Like they gotta do that storyline. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting because we all know that they've said in the past they're they're heading towards the Sinister Six. And, you know, we've heard the rumors about Tom Hardy's Venom showing up at some point. It's going to be interesting to see when those two things show up. Do you think it's going to happen in the next movie? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Whoa. Depends on the box office. Oh, wait, wait. You're talking about um, Tom That's Hardy showing point, up? That's a great point, Tim. That's a great point, Tim. Tom Hardy showing up in the movies? Well, well first. Or Sinister Six? Uh, well, well, both. I mean, because – you know, Venom's part of the Sinister Six. Craven could be part of the Sinister Six. I think you know you got all these people. So Tom Hardy is from from what everybody's saying, they're coming. Tim's part He's of the coming. Sinister Six. I don't I don't know if you, he necessarily needs to, but look, they've said if you remember Homecoming, the very end of Homecoming, Scorpion is asking Vulture who is Spider Man. You do know who he is, and Vulture says straight up, no. He doesn't need that information now. Add the world knows. Now at the yep. end of the, at the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home, the world knows. Spoiler alert! It's been a week. The the world <laughs> knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah, that's a great you know? point. And, I totally know who it is. And so now it's I think where you're gonna see you're gonna see the the change come is, and I think where you're gonna see what something we haven't seen before is the, in the movies now. The community in the the neighborhood loves Spider-Man. 
And now you're going to see them turn on him. And you're going to see it where he's gone from the one hunting down the bad guys to the one being hunted. He's going to be hunted by Scorpion. He's going to be hunted by by everybody. Craven. And he's I think that's the perfect the villain. Yep. I think that's the perfect time to bring Craven in. Is, is you've got all this stuff just thrown at him. And this is going to be the first time where you see where it's like too much for him to handle. But we do have a big roadblock, and Tim brought that up. Uh, Tim, what 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 were you? Uh, what's the what are they talking about with that two hundred million or billion dollar number? So my understanding is that if Spider Man doesn't make a billion dollars in the box office, Sony regains total control over the the IP. They have the right to pull out of the deal, is what it is. If if they don't Why make a billion dollars, they can take their ball and go home. But the thing that works in Disney's favor is Spider-Man: Far From Home had a better opening weekend than the last two than um, the Amazing Spider-Man did, and I believe it had an even better. Op- so it's I don't know if it had a better opening weekend than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man Two, but I know it's it's been their highest most successful Spider-Man movies yet. So I, yeah, I don't think they're, they're going to pull out of the deal. Yeah. Why would, why would they want to, I just don't get that. Because why would they want to pull out the deal when they have, they're going to make so much more money when the Avengers and all the other characters are around Spider-Man or the ability to have them be around Spider-Man than they would if they, you know, just took him back and only had a couple characters that could play around in that universe. It's just stupid that they they chose a bill, one billion dollars. Like yeah, how it's it's not a lot of movies hit a billion dollars. I wonder how many. That's a good. I think it'll make it. I think it'll make a billion. I wonder what it's at right now. Uh, well, what's the what's the the stipulation? Is it just like domestic? Is it worldwide? I'm sure it's a total. Because, I mean, that that's going to matter. So, it looks like um, 39 or 40 films have grossed over a billion worldwide. So, you're right, Kyle. There's very few that have even gotten anywhere close. Um, and for the list of the highest grossing films per Wikipedia, um, then it goes Avatar, mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame. So, let's see here. Avatar with 2.8 billion. Is it trillion? 2.8 trillion. Sorry. Jesus Christ. That makes sense. Does that sound right? 2.8 trillion? Uh, it's, it's billion. Okay. Because Endgame in, is not far off from it. Okay. Then um, after that is uh, Endgame. And then after that is Titanic. And then Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity War, Jurassic World, then The Avengers. That's pretty amazing. Avengers. Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame are in all three of those are in the top seven highest grossing films of all time. It's amazing. After so, Avengers, number one is Furious 7. What the fuck? Oh, dude, people wide. love those movies. Oh, World dude, I love, I love the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Guilty uh, pleasure. Um, so listen, Avengers Age of All, Jesus, they're all Marvel movies. Basically. Spider-Man Far From Home had a $185 million opening weekend. It is sitting at uh more than half a billion dollars globally right now so it's gonna make the money no it's not gonna hit a billion it's, oh, sitting, it's already sitting at half a billion dollars globally 
Yeah, with two weeks. So yeah, it'll hit a billion. But is that worldwide that they have to hit a billion or just domestic? I'm assuming it's worldwide. Like, it's kind of... It would be stupid hmm. if it was just domestic. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. It does not hit a billion dollars. I bet you it gets. It starts to. It gets to the gate of the neighbor of the billion dollar neighborhood, but the security guards don't let it in. I think if you're Sony, if it makes more money than um, your previous Spider-Man movies, you leave it the fuck alone. Cobra. Cobra says he takes that bet. Which bit that it hits a billion? I don't think it hits a billion. I I don't know. I think, I think it, it did. Well, well, how if, long? How long? What's the time it, until it's at, until it's out of the theaters? Because Homecoming, what I'm seeing says it made eight eighty over its run at the theater, and then Co- now Far From Home is seven hundred million. Cobra Comics says like, he'll take that bet that it will hit a billion. All right. What do we'll we want to put up there? Cobra, what are you putting up? Kyle, what are you putting up? Sorry, sorry Tim. I didn't mean to cut you off. You can, you can finish. <laughs> I will put up... Hmm. Drum roll. Number one. Go for walking number. You, you, we'll figure it out. You start thinking, Cobra, you start thinking, let's get this bet made. Um. So anyways... Cobra, Cobra, I think you got a nice... I think you're about to get a nice new print tomorrow that Kyle really had his eyes on. Yeah, <laughs> Cobra says he's got a Neil Adams signed print. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Um, you son of a bitch. So, uh, to to jump off of the Spider-Man stuff, but stay on the casting stuff. Um, another casting thing that we're hearing is uh, back to Millie Bobby Brown um, from Stranger Things. Looks like she's going to be in the Eternals. So. Um, I think that's a smart play for Marvel to grab her and try and throw her in this universe because she's so popular and she's got many, many years of acting ahead. Mm-hmm. So very many movie, movies. So lock her in early. That's, yep. that's a movie I, I thought, not really care. I don't really care about. I thought I she think, squashed that the other day. Oh, did she? I thought did she did on some somewhere. Yeah, probably because she hasn't signed on the dotted line yet. But you never know. It's the same yeah, way that it's the same way everyone came out and said that Robert Pattinson wasn't going to be Batman, and it was only because the deal wasn't done. And same with the Richard Madden not playing. Um, what's his name? And I always forget his, the character's name, Elric or whatever. In Eternal. Yeah, the same way they did it with Michael Keaton in Homecoming that he wasn't going to be in the movie, and then once they yeah, got the deal done, he was. It's it's all semantics. Yeah. But uh, along the lines of Stranger Things, uh, what's his name? Finn. I always want to say Finn Balor. Finn Balor. That's a wrestler. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) One of the kids from Stranger Things is going to be in Ghostbusters. Yes, he is. Going to be acting with Paul Rudd. Yeah, I fucking love Paul Rudd. I'm really hoping that they do like it's a... it's a new breed of Ghostbusters and they're being trained by the old school guys to take over like, like a real Ghostbusters type thing or next generation type thing. And I think like that's they've like, hired apprentices to, because they're going to be retiring. Yeah. Something like That'd that. Be kinda cool. That's what everybody was hoping that they were going to do with the female one. With, because if you remember 
the rumors were before the female one came out is that they were going to do, you know, a remake where the old guys teach the young guys. And it, that kind of got thrown to the side to do the uh, female Ghostbusters. Yeah, that came out so great. Yeah, yeah. I didn't went, mind it. I didn't think it was horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't it was great. nowhere near Ghostbuster worthy. Well, they were trying. Yeah, I know that Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis were trying to write that script and then he died. So it kind of just like shit the bed on everything. Well, yeah, it's kind of cool that his son's doing it now. That's pretty interesting. Kind of yeah. like Rob Liefeld canceling on us. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dream. I thought he was in, he was in the he was in the the show with us earlier today. Oh look, there he is. There's still Cal Rob. <laughs> oh, so Cal Rob. Um, <laughs> He's missing it too. Evil, the evil one. Evil soul Cal Rob. <laughs> I think I like the evil one better. I think I like the evil one can. I think the best part is that the. That I think, specifically he he declined <laughs> us. I like the. I, I like think the you should eyebrows. take this with you and see if you can get it signed. <laughs> I should. Yeah. I should. Make sure you pay extra to get the little Deadpool doodle. Right. Yeah, two, two absolute geek. It's got to be like friend. it's got to be like a Deadpool teardrop. So yeah. it's like a teardrop with the Deadpool eyes. Yeah. Yep. Two absolute geek. Your friend Robbie L. SoCal Rob, friends. yeah. SoCal Rob Liefeld. Oh my god, we we send this SoCal Rob? <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would that be? He declined. <sighs> he, he declined. He'll just Google it. was all set up declining. and everything. That's the sad part. I guarantee he Googled us. <laughs> yeah. These people fucking hate us. I'm not going to interview with them. They called me a hack yeah. and said I was an embarrassment. Those are those assholes I blocked on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We just need to pay for a cameo now. Only he won't turn down money. Okay, he won't let us interview him, but for 35 bucks, he'll say what a great podcast we are. Right. <gasps> oh, my God. Matt, if you find him, you've got to do that. Why? Well, he's do it online. Like podcast. Yeah. So. Do you have any, move, uh, any money from Patreon? Just fucking No. Patreon, what the hell is that? There it is. There's the tear, the Deadpool teardrop. <laughs> Freshly tattooed. Freshly tattooed. Oh, yeah. Sad. Now you, know, now you gotta give him a choker that's just a belt with pouches upon pouches. I say that we just run up on him, like at his table. When run up on him? What, is this a gang beef now? This is a fucking turf war. We'll fucking well, it's, not, it's not going to be my gang beef. It's going to be your gang beef. You're the one. I'm not going to be there. You're the one leading the charge right here. You're the one. You're hey, the one I'm not blocked by Robbie Ellis. I'm not leading the you're charge. You're Robert E. Lee right now. You guys are blocked. <laughs> you should walk up yeah, to his table and just knock everything off of it. <laughs> you're the better, You're the one that wouldn't go through with it. You're yeah, the, because I want to <laughs> be able to interview Robbie L. Man. Nah, no, you I, don't. I knew this no, I knew this was coming. What would you ask him? Oh, bro, I got a lot of stuff I would ask him. That would be fun. You're just like, the, you're just so like that dude right to your friend. <laughs> you're the dude yeah. in the background that's egging everybody on. Then you're like, I didn't have anything to do with this when it comes down to the <laughs> shit in the van. I don't when know what you're talking about. 
That's why you got. That's why you got all these different shirts. So when you're at a convention, you're like, "Oh, you're at the Absolute Geek Podcast on." You're like, "No," and you take it off, and you got a Bogcast shirt underneath. It. You're like, "I'm with the Bogcast." <laughs> and then you take that one off, and it's flip side. Yeah, and then you got a flip side. Under that. That's why. That's why he's on so many podcasts. Go, you just be fucking. He can just plausible deniability. Yeah, I'm not part of them. I didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> See, I'm not blocked by you. Look, yeah, absolute who? Yeah, yeah. I'll pull it up. I'm not blocked by you. <laughs> oh <blocked>. man! <laughs> so just like all these people getting riled up to charge into Area 51, and no one's gonna do it. Oh, these guys are idiots, man! Getting, I don't know. You're getting all the Kyles riled up to drink Monster and punch holes in walls and. <laughs> I seen the attack plan. All the Kyles are going like they're they're kind of looking around and going in. Oh, what is it? I can't see. I can't read what it says, Tim. It says, "Please save me from Area Fifty One without clap without clapping, clapping my, my cheeks." cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a big thing. Going to Area Fifty One and gonna use some aliens and clap some alien cheeks. <laughs> so, so how many people would like i would like to make bets on how many people you think are actually going to show up to that because right now when you're on the when you go on the website on the facebook page it says there's three hundred fifty thousand people going oh, i thought it was up to four hundred thousand now it might have been go sign up right now man why not because then we're on the list yeah, I'm already on the government list. Dude. We're on the government list. Yeah, we're all already, everybody's on the list. I'm, yeah. already, I'm already on the Rob Liefeld list. I don't need to be on the, the government Area 51 list either. Area 51 is going to block you. Yeah. Like, how close do you think they're going to get? Like, they, they probably won't even get within eight miles of it. They can't. I mean, it's, it's, you're ready for it. Deadly yeah, the, force. I know. That's the other thing, too, is that it's not like it's a secret. They can prepare for it. Listen, do you guys. Do you nope. guys ever see those like little games on Facebook for Walking Dead or Zombies where it shows like you can build these little bases and shoot these Gatling guns at the yeah. zo- these Tower defense the zombies games. coming in? And it's like it shows like how a beginner uses a Gatling gun and then like an expert uses the lightning generators to kill all the zombies. Well, Area 51 has those lightning generators most likely. So <laughs> <laughs> I could I could see that like that's what I picture in my head like all these douchebags like social justice warriors neck so Cal Rob. yeah so Cal Rob out there running towards Area Fifty One like in their cosplay uniforms just like you know barbarian barbarians and shit and then the, just get three storming to the left like Thanos just like somebody shows up like in a in, with the uh, Infinity Gauntlet and just yeah like oh that was easy. No, dude, that's why, that's why they got a wall of Kyle's all jacked up on a fucking monster energy drink going in first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. plus the berserker rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> monster energy gives them their plus 10 berserker rage. You send them in first, and then you get all the Naruto kids coming running, Fox running after them around the sides, and they got a plan. You know, they throw them off, so they, they make a. Uh, their Yamaha dirt bike noises, so no, they don't know how many of them there actually are. Yeah. You mean See? they got a sound actuator? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have our very own resident Kyle right here. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's the first wave of Kyles getting past security. Oh, my God. 
and all you see is just like thousands of middle fingers come flying out of windows and <laughs> air punches being thrown. <laughs> and every <laughs> single one of them has a every single one of them has some type of Deadpool shirt on. <laughs> Monster <laughs> Energy drink hats. And- yeah. Oh my god. The biscuit just raging in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and some 41. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with those and knuckleheads. I, for some reason, I feel like Tom DeLong will be on the front lines leading the fucking charge. I think Tom DeLong's like hiding out at Area 51. What are you talking about? He's <laughs> He's got a little apartment there. Yeah. Like this is uh, this was uh, part of the government's plan. They knew this was coming, so they got Tom DeLong to break up Blink One Eighty Two to help him out. Right. Kyle. So when if Kyle's not on the show in a few weeks, you know that the the invasion is happening, and he got called to the front lines. And I got my Yamaha. Yeah, he has to go clap some alien ass. <laughs> Maybe they made it all the way in. Yeah, leading the platoon of the Ch- Kyle Shock Corps. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think about the rumors that are people coming out saying the Joker movie isn't following any of the comics storylines? I'm 100 percent okay with that. So am I. 110 hmm. percent okay with it. Actually, that means everything is going to be a huge surprise. That's right. I don't believe it totally, though. I don't believe it totally. They have Bruce Wayne in there. I mean, you know what I mean? There's going to be the essence of stuff that we know. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, it actually makes me more curious and more excited to actually want to see it. Yeah. and that because Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. Uh, so Because now that I'm walking in not having an idea of at least a basis, at least a an idea of what a storyline is going to be. It's going to be kind of cool. And it's kind of cool to think. And that keeps the fanboys at bay, at bay too. The people that are going to be like, this is not a Joker movie. That's not how this Yeah. When we are, have, we're making fun of ourselves basically, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good at that. It's okay. But I think, I think it's it's a good move. It's a sound strategy. I think you're kind of right, Brian. I I think that they're they're kind of uh, maybe blowing smoke a little bit by saying that, but it works for a Joker for a character like the Joker, where you we've pretty much already been told that he's multiple people. It works, so he can have his own storyline. You don't know if there was a Joker before the Joker that you know. You know, you don't know. If that's why him and Thomas or him and Bruce Wayne have such a, a different connection, is because they're yin and yang because of events like this. So it, it's it's a cool concept. Joker's to the left and Joker's to the right. Yep. Here I am, stuck in the laughter with you. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? I think it's a great idea to have some new blood. My only complaint so far about the entire idea of the movie is the Bruce Wayne kid. Yes, that that annoyed me when they were like, "Oh, the kid's Bruce Wayne." It's like, wait, I didn't need that. No, you're right. It's cheesy. Maybe it gives it something to build on. Cheese. Che- it builds on cheese. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you guys pick any new books up this week? 
I nope. just picked up my normal titles: Batman, Flash, Detective. Um, had none of yet. I picked up the uh, the new Venom. Spencer uh, says I on picked- Facebook, "Into the Joker verse." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they're trying. Do you are you still are you have you been reading the new Venom pretty regularly, Kyle? No, I haven't read it. At all. I haven't read it since like issue four. Uh, Cobra Comics brought up. Did you guys see any of those Wolverine vs. Blade Del Autos covers uh, available, or were they already gone? Which one was the Del Auto? That was the uh, Wolverine Blade variant. I think it was like it was one twenty five. Was it a one twenty five or one one hundred? Because um, I know the comic book shop for me had one that was a one in one hundred, and you wanted like ninety bucks for it. That's about right. I mean, right off the bat, asking, uh, you know, usually about average is for a one in one hundred, you're going to charge about one hundred bucks. One in twenty five, about twenty five bucks. So the ratio is usually a good starting line about what a book should should cost, even like especially a, a popular book like Wolver- anything with Wolverine, um, and anything with Del Auto because Del Auto's so hot, but. Um, I know that book was uh, on a lot of people's radars at first, but the fight at you know, you know, Drawn has a system where it's first come first serve, so the fight is so hard. Yep, that's it, Tim. There you go. The fight is so hard for variants that I don't even worry about them, like trying to get them at the comic shop. I think that's it, Tim. Is that Del Auto? Does it say Del Auto on it? Uh, take a look here. I don't know whose signature that is. It's mine. You're welcome. <laughs> it's Jose's. Mine. Yeah. Um, what else was out there that uh, this week that uh, came out? A fucking $8 Amazing Spider-Man 25. Bought Eight it. Bucks? I'll sh- here, look. I got it. I'll show it to you. Give me yeah. one second. Yeah. Eight bucks. That's ridiculous. So ridiculous, I bought two copies. I was about to say, that's exactly what I was saying. So ridiculous, it's sold out. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, what was the storyline? I mean, did you read it already? Did anybody the moral read it already? of the story is that Tim has money to blow. Apparently, yeah. that's the moral of the story. Buying two comics at eight bucks. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen um, to show everybody what uh, we were talking about. Tim, unfortunately, I don't think that's the variant. Um, this is the variant right here. Cobra Comics just said in chat, no, that's not it. Yeah, yeah, that's right here. Oh, yeah, the that's right. They're doing the carnageized fucking shit right now across all yeah, there the books. You go. So there's the Del Auto variant. Yeah, that's the one that's 90 bucks. Yeah. So... I actually like the one that Tim has better. Uh, That's the Venom that I picked up. I don't think we need a Wolverine versus Blade storyline. I don't really care. Can I see that? Yeah. Can I see that again, Kyle? Cobra Cobra Comics is Oblivion song. That's a cool cover. That's a very cool cover. Did you get that same one, Tim? Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Carnage verse. Is that Eddie Brock as Carnage? Because I remember Eddie Brock got turned into Carnage during the free uh, comic book day thing. No, it's just 
I think it's just going to all absolute carnage thing. So they're just throwing carnage on the cover of everything right now. Yeah. Oh, so absolute carnage comes out August 7th. That's, I already ordered them. That's just... the book that Eddie Brock is carnage in. Yeah. And then because Donnie Cates went on Twitter and said, he pretty much said, buy the books and buy the tie-ins, which I'm sure he's just doing it. To, yeah, he did the same shit with. Yeah, he did the same shit with the uh, Silver Surfer Black, and there really wasn't a reason to go out and buy two copies of that fucking book. Crotch shots. Yeah. Some weird crotch shots in that fucking issue. I picked up um, two books. Well, one book was given to me in the Absolute Geek Crate this week, but two books by a creator, a friend of the show, Cena Grace. In Ghosted in L.A. and then uh, Go Go Power Rangers. That's that's all I picked up this week. I didn't yeah, give that a, Power Rangers book is going to be a monster. I don't give a shit about Wolverine versus Blade or. That Are Power Ra- did did they introduce that new White Rangers in that Power Rangers book, Matt? What new White Ranger? So so that that uh, Power Ranger book right now is the number one spec book. Like of the of this week, the go go, uh, yeah, go go twenty one or something like that, twenty five. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, so that's the the hottest, like the number one book of the week from what I can, what I've been looking at, and I guess they uh, introduced some new ranger in there, or a new white ranger maybe, or a new green ranger, but um, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk in the speculative market about that book being uh, a monster in the next coming months with the storylines that they, they have going and what they've built, you know, and that, that power Rangers book is a really good book right now, which is weird. I mean, I don't see anything in here that would make it hot. I thought it was 2019 and we don't see colors on our Rangers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the back one and the yellow one. I mean, there, it looks like there's a new Ranger at the end of it, but yeah, um, that's who they're talking about that Ranger. So there is one thing I want to show real quick on that Del Auto cover. Um, I'm going to share my screen one more time here. This is this is I can't believe how silly this is. Um, let's do this. So Matt, are you off Amazing Spider-Man now? No, I mean I'll always be a Spider-Man fan through and through, but I just I haven't kept up with it. It's hard to keep into it. Like we started reading it, and it just like. It was just hard to stay into it. It almost looks like a Mike Choi. When did Mick Mars become Wolverine? <laughs> that looks like Mick Mars, doesn't it? That cheesy mustache where it's only the sides that are growing. Do you guys know who Mick like Mars a, is? Yeah, That's the guy from Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Mick he looks, Mars. He looks like the guy from Spinal Tap. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Mick Mars with that silly mustache was behind the music Motley Crue and that's all I could I couldn't think of anything else every time he'd show up on the page how cheesy he looks but anyways oh uh Corbin Corbin's in the chat you should ask Corbin Brian to add to tell you about how he basically lost his entire comic collection oh no I don't want to oh man I wish I didn't hear that oh is he on Facebook? Yeah. They, oh, uh, Comic awesome. Playground put out some uh, some shorts this week about him putting all of his comics next to a water heater that exploded, and he pretty much lost everything. Did you lose your big books, Corbin, or just 
is that just like your trades and stuff? Did you like lose your personal collect, like your PC books? I think I think he I lost not. mostly everything from what I, my understanding is, but I'm sure he'll correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, we'll have to have him on one of these times just to just give us an update because that is hard. Well, he'll be on he'll be on in two weeks, so we can we talk go. to him then. I I never like hear. I mean, obviously, I never like hearing about it, but that's all of our worst nightmare. You know that right. we're gonna come home and our books are gonna be gone or destroyed. And, I was just uh, talking about that today about the thought of you know theft or fire or water. Or That'll be a, a comics talk topic uh, for sure. We'll we'll, uh, we'll throw that in the list and uh, talk about that soon. Ways to not store your books protect, near a water heater. Yeah, ways to uh, protect yourself uh, against theft and and you should never put your comics in your garage. Yeah, insurance, all that stuff. Comics should stay. I, I like to say if they're important enough, you know, that you care about them that much. They should be in the same house you're living in, right? I mean, give give them uh, an area where you're not going to stay out in your garage the whole time, I guess. No. So, well, he'll learn from it. That's a bummer. As long as he learns from it and doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't get down about it. And hopefully, uh, if he did lose everything, we might be able to uh, help him out and replace some of those books because I know I got. Yeah, that I could give them. So the awesome thing about comics is you can buy them all again. Yep. And this is, uh, I mean, Corbin, if you're listening, man, reach out to us and you know let us know if there's any books that got destroyed that you know just broke your heart, and if we have any of them, they're yours, brother. So Savage Sword Conan. Now, um, what's up with the? I'm not reading the book. What's up with Conan the Barbarian having a fucking venom sword now? Isn't that the Null Sword? And his, uh, now that he's part of whatever team well, Marvel's got going on now. I imagine that probably goes back with the whole storyline where, you know, Venom, the symbiote, has been around. The symbiote god has been around forever. And or the planet where there's multiples. So that planet, that's a, that's a good spec book. Um, I think that was in <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy where that symbiote planet came when you know, Venom joined Garden Guardians of the Galaxy, and Groot and uh, Rocket ended up becoming Venomized. That was a really good storyline, where they went to his planet, where the symbiotes are from. And yeah, I know that people are making a big deal about that. That in that new book, uh, the new Avengers team up that Conan's part of, it's Savage Avengers. Oh, he said, yeah, he says it's, it was awesome. Conan was gonna die, and Venom saved him. Oh, oh that's yeah. cool. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Right? <laughs> yes. so. That's so cute. It's so cool. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know. I keep looking at this Power Rangers. I don't know if it's a book that's worth specking because it's not like this is an unknown ranger. Like, I feel like this is like two different rangers. Is it the Aqua Ranger? No. <laughs> I know you said the white one. I just thought that would be funny. Hmm. I don't know. I just pick it up because Cena, man, Cena's a fucking good dude, and I like supporting his stuff. So I support, like I said on Instagram, I support, I support dope creators. So yeah, that's that's important. Uh, a lot of people, if you love this this 
uh, you know, comics and you got to love the people that make them and put support behind those really, you know, stellar creators. And Cena Grace is, uh, is a good dude and he's a professional. And I think that's cool. Um, he's definitely got one of the hottest books in, in the country right now. He said that he's doing the Power Rangers stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty freaking amazing. Like, I, I don't know, after last week, and it's not something that should have surprised me, but it's kind of after last week, the way the shit I ran into with Walking Dead 193 and people being like, oh, yeah, we're going to get we're gonna get reorders on it, but we're going to sell it at eBay price. It kind of made me not even want to walk into a comic book shop this week. Really? Yeah. A store owner told you that. Yeah. I mean, don't say who. Don't say no, who. Yeah, no, I, that's exactly what he told me. He was like, I was like, hey, um... I, I want to pick up Walking Dead. Are you guys out of it? He's like, yeah, but we got we got another or shipment coming in soon. But I'm not going to guarantee you cover price. I'm going to sell sell them at eBay's price. And I'm like, they've already dived in price anyway. I was like, like you're going to sell already- them at thirty bucks. And he was like, yeah. I was like, nah, f- fuck all that. I'm not paying thirty bucks for a weekly reader that I re- actually read and I'm not looking to resell. Yeah, if you you got a box with them and you're going to that comic store every month, that's that comic that comic owner should be helping out his patrons. So, but you know, you never, I never, I I shouldn't say that because I don't know, you know, what that comic store owner is going through or whatnot. So, but that is kind of a bummer. All right, Cobra, you want to say? Yeah, I got one. Okay, I got one finally. So, what was the condition like on those? Because I know they were the seventy-four page books. Did they? Because usually those big, thick books, like I'm Batman, yeah, like Batman, <laughs> yeah, mint, like Batman. Like, well, that's funny you say that. How many of those Batman damned came back ten point A there's lot. A, there's a, a decent amount that came back ten. Yeah. So if that book was really thick and sturdy and you know couldn't be bent and stuff, and no spine ticks or color loss on you know the rub on the back or anything. That could be a, a book we see a lot of tens. And that would the, be cool, being the last book of the run. You got the first issue of um, Batman: The Last Night on Earth, right? No, I haven't yet. I need no. to get that one. It's too. the same thickness as the Last Night on Earth. It's like a small tray. So those Last Night on Earths are are uh, just like the Batman Dam, then, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're not as big as Batman Dam because Batman Dam is like magazine size, but. Uh, the, it's it's like trade, it's just like a trade. Yeah, that's cool. It's I mean essentially it's three issues in one book, so yeah. <laughs> yeah I think well, the cover on Batman Dam's just a little bit thicker than like last night on Earth and the yeah. Walking Dead book this week. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, Cobra. We'll check you out next time, and I'll, I'll uh, talk to him it. tomorrow when I give him his print. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. So. He's already made a bet to give it to Kyle, so. I know. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kyle, score. I knew no matter what, it was going to end up in my hands. <laughs> um, I've got a cool poster that I will that I will give up if it hits a billion dollars. What? Oh. Spider-Man? to uphold my to my bet I've I've got a poster a print poster that I will well you gotta make it worth his while it's not anything near a signed Neil Adams print (laughs) (laughs) at least you're honest (laughs) I'm gonna actually uh, go against my better judgment and get my first book graded next week at San Diego Comic Con what is this 
I'm going to get Robert Kirkman to sign and grade 193. Nice. So, nice. This will be our great. CGC test because I'll see how long it takes me to get this fucking book back. Yeah. I might have you do one for me. It shouldn't be bad. Their, their turnarounds haven't been bad. Are they doing on-site? They're not doing on-site at San Diego. No. no. Their turnaround was- time is up and down, man. Some people say it's good. The other people say they've been waiting, you know, 15 weeks or more. It's, it's worth paying the fast pass if you are going to get it graded. Yes. If you want it back fast, if you don't want it back fast, then it's not worth it. Yeah. So what about you, Jose? Did you ever send your books to CBCS? No. Well, we talked about it like two weeks ago. I know, but that was two weeks ago. So like you're totally done. Jose's got other priorities now that are going to yeah, take time and money. So anyways, um, yeah. You don't uh, have any pickups this week, Brian? I do. I have. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any pickups other than the books you got at the, at the shop? The only thing I got was the. I got another copy, and I got it off of Facebook. A Facebook auction. A first-time buyer. I got a, but I bought the Deadpool Spider-Man uh, Scotty Young variant. There's my podcast shirt, everybody. And I, I, but that was my pickup of, that was my pickup of this week outside of uh, my normal books. So I picked up, I, I got two pickups. Uh, there are four books. Uh, one was I made a purchase uh, off of eBay um, and I got really lucky and got them for cheap. But it is basically, I, I don't know if you guys remember Mad Balls when you were a kid. Or if, if you you know where you were young at the time, but those were a big part of my. I remember that as a childhood, and you know they were in comics. And a couple Man, years I ago, I hope you would remember your childhood. Yeah, a couple years ago, they they start made new comics, and they did some um, they did some cool covers, and I picked up that one for the first one. That's a variant, and then this is probably one of my favorite all time covers. I'm a you know I, I like skull covers, and I I picked up two of these in that same run. Uh, very tough book to find in high grade. Uh, I own four of them now, and I pick them up every time. But I picked up something that was very surprised on how cool it was, um, and I totally forgot that I had purchased it. And uh, that is uh, Amazing Spider-Man 25. And it's nice. not the normal one. Yeah. It's the – let's see here. Comics Elite Virgin Variant. And I totally forgot I bought it, but the reason I bought it isn't because of Spider-Man 25 or anything. It's because this Virgin variant is the first cover appearance of this new character. And it's badass. See that? There you go, Tim. That's what I'm talking about, my friend. Tim picked up the same one. Great catch, Tim, on that one. That's going to be... This This has a chance to be a big book. Um, they only made... They only made or released 500 of them. I don't ever believe that, but supposedly this is 321 of 500. Um, beautiful Virgin variant by Ryan Brown, and it's that new character. Uh, I think his name – what's his name, Tim? Uh, I can't remember. It's a really it's cool a, name. I can't remember. Started. I can't remember. It's an awesome name. Yeah. It's so awesome. <laughs> I forgot it. Yeah. So. I can't remember. But this is what I, – I picked up this from one of the Facebook auctions. Oh yeah, like I, I pick this book up every time I can find it for a decent price. 
And I picked it up, and it was from a new seller. So it was one of those ones where he had a few pictures up. You know, he gave a decent grade. I saw a lot of people that seemed like they were returning customers. So I took a chance with them. Um, and he didn't uh, he didn't let me down. When I when I got the when I got the package in the mail, I was a little bit nervous because he like it's it was just two pieces of cardboard in a manila envelope. And I was like, oh man. And it was like the packaging was all fucked. And I was like, shit, shit, shit. But I opened it up and uh, <laughs> nothing's wrong with it. So it's A plus. But you know, my main mailman is pretty used to me getting comics. So I know at least in that aspect. He'll never cram anything in my mail in my uh, in my mailbox slot. He'll never cram anything in your slot. <laughs> yep. And he always handles with care. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, he won't. Uh, he won't slam it in the slot. So that's good. He um, always delivers on time, and he handles with care. And he's gentle. He has a nice touch. Jesus. Yeah, you have any cool pickups, Tim? Uh, I think I just won this in a Facebook auction. Ooh, Ooh nice. There you go. New Secret Wars? Yeah. 30 bucks. Are you sure it's not second print? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that new character's name is Kindred. That's a badass name. Like kindred spirits. Yep. K I N D R E D. I got that. I got uh, this black cat version variant. Oh, yeah. That's badass. Who, who's that cover artist? Campbell. Nice. Yeah, that doesn't look like Campbell. He's, yeah, I does. like it. I mean, it does, but it doesn't look like the cheesiness of Campbell. It's not full figured. Yeah, it's not full figured. I like it. It's only half. My yeah, problem with Cam my problem with Campbell is the nose. They always look like cats. Yeah. And well, that what it's like? always ridiculous. Didn't used to be though. It just all of a sudden it came and it stuck. They're like they're turning into um Turner. All the characters look the same. They just have different costumes. That's why Ramita can't draw anymore either, because he started kick ass and now he's stuck. <laughs> yeah well here's this new character um, that we were talking about named Kindred uh, there is a preview of Spider-Man 25 where they kind of show you the, the character and where he shows up and he uh, it really now, looks like now SoCal Rob says it's not his first appearance <laughs> and he won't sign it there he is he's there he is to tell you it's not his first appearance and he won't sign it see he's giving you a thumbs down it's not his first appearance <laughs> so cal rob says thumbs down oh my god <laughs> i'm about to send a couple books off so uh to get graded yeah, see how this waiting game goes. Uh-oh. Just make sure you pay for the fast pass. If you want. I'm if you don't mind waiting a while for your books, 
That's a great one to send off, oh, Tim. Oh, yes. First appearance of Miles Morales. He got money to buy books and he busts out that one. Hey, what's that? You heard me. I don't need to repeat it. No, I didn't hear you. It broke up. I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> I said, look at this guy. Pretend like he don't got money to buy books and he busts out that one. Right. Yeah. I, I waited a while for that one. This one was even worse. Oh, nice. Yep. I've got that one. How much did you get? I sold mine. What do you say, Kyle? How much did you pay for that? Which one? Spider Gwen. One fifteen. Wow. Is it uh, pretty high grade? Mint. Yes. He doesn't fucking yeah. know. That's it's a mint great buy. That's a no. great buy. It's very fine it. plus. <laughs> if you look, I don't see any ticks. Yeah. Wow. So, it's about a what you think it's about a nine six? Is that nine eight? Is it a first print? Yes, yes. First print. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The guy that owns the comic shop says nine six. Maybe have it pressed and get a little more, possibly a nine eight. We'll I would see. press it, man. Spend the money to get pressed. Let me ask you guys about this. So, this ultimate fallout is still in the poly bag. Take it out ASAP. 100% take it out? Really? Yes. Those poly bags ruin books. Um, yeah. And to get it graded, they got it, they're going to take it out anyway. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But be very careful when you take it out of the poly bag because some of those poly bags just fall apart. They just they just disintegrate in your hands. So just just be careful and take your time taking it out and um open up the razor blade. Yes. Right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that First into, a, yeah. turn it into a die cut cover. <laughs> What'd you pay for that one? Seventy. Don't mind me asking. That's that's not bad. How much? Seventy. That's not bad. For if it grades high, I mean, did it well work? Just like the other one. I mean, it's in mylar, in the bag, but oh, it's like a it's like an eleven then. Yeah, you need to make sure when it's you a, take it out it's of the a bag. 12, 12. 5. <laughs> It doesn't look bad, that's, but make sure when you take it out. The, that's is that. Are you sure that's the poly that bag originally came in? Or that book actually yeah. originally came yeah. in? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I must be. I don't know. I'm thinking of the black cover. The number one, the black cover. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I've been eyeing that book for the last like month. Oh, well, you're one? not in a good time to buy it. No, that's why I haven't pulled the trigger on it. Which one? Ultimate Fallout. That's a book I need to get. I have the trades, but I have the issue right before that where he dies, and then I have the first Miles Morales Spider-Man. I have the second print of it. Ultimate Fallout is the first Miles Morales. No, yeah, I have his first, his number one. Oh, I got you. So that Ultimate Fallout uh, four in um, like nine point two sold for eighty five, but if you get up to there's a raw. First print that says near mint that just sold for ninety five bucks, not even go. graded. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I see mean, if I can get my hands on that at San Diego next weekend. Uh, another raw just sold for one ten. Um, a nine point six just sold for one fifty. Nine point eight best offer, but they were asking four hundred. Um, real quick, real quick, Brian. Uh, Jonathan's asked on Facebook, so you take everything out of poly bags? I do now. Um, the newer poly bags, at least. Anything since 
I take everything out of poly bags other than like those Superman platinum ones, just because I think that nostalgia factor I keep them in. Yep. But if you're ever going to get anything graded, you take them out of the poly bags. You have to. And the other thing is, yeah, a lot of those poly bags, like we said, cause damage to books. So do your research on poly bags too. Um, it's very easy. There's a lot of information out there. Talk to people. Freaking out, man! I want to split this thing out of the bag right now. Do it, do it. Just be careful, though. Just be very careful. Be and nice razor blade, and just and just just, just slice it in half. Don't well, do it. The most important thing is <laughs> do it so careful. I can make a YouTube clip of it because you're about to tear the shit out of your book. Be careful. No, so just how you just like this, book. right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right like that. Just open that bitch like a bag of chips. <laughs> just grab one to your side and pull across like a bag of chips. I would just lay it down flat and take those scissors and just just stab it, just stab it, and then eat it. Come down on it, eat it like yep. three times. All your way to Put a blindfold on. Put the Soul Cow Rob mask on and then just go to town. Help for the best. For no, good no, opening, <laughs> get a fire, get some, some uh, lighter fluid, and um, get the edges. And say, fuck it. <laughs> no, I just, just, I would lay it down flat. I would just fold up the flap because it's like an, an inch and a half of excess. Oh, you're good. Yep. Damn. Look at this guy. You just got to be careful on how you hold the book when you're doing it. And now he's got fingerprints on it, so it went, down to, it went down to an 8.5. <laughs> his hands already is all over it. Now you get your fucking his dirty fucking Cheeto dust is all over it. it. Yep. Peter <laughs> hands. I'm going to send it in like this. <laughs> there you go. It'll be greater even lower. Yeah, that, that way they'll be extra kind. They don't get a 1.0 or a 0.5. Nobody wants to cross them. So send them both in to get pressed. And whoever your presser is, are you going to send them to CGC or CBCS? CGC. What I, I would I, do is I would go and I I'd heard some them. guys talking on the internet that weren't very happy with them. So I was kind of standing <laughs> there. I would, I would trust that guy. <laughs> I would go and I would spring for the money. And buy the membership and then send them in. Hey, Tim, have you ever looked into the uh, pre-screening with CGC? Have you, do you know much about that? Is that the eBay thing that came out this week? Or what, no, what it's, it's kind of. So CGC will do something called pre-screening. You choose what you want the lowest grade your book to get. Uh-huh. And if they don't think that book is going to grade that, then they send it back to you and they don't even encapsulate it. And, CBCS does that as well. Yeah, but a lot of people like that because they don't want to get stuck. Sometimes, and this is going to sound crazy, and depending on what road you go down, it's good or bad, or you can like it or not like it. But some people don't like getting a 8.5 in a case because they'll they can still make more money selling it as raw because I've, somebody's <laughs> going to think that they can press it and make it better. I've seen videos of people throwing nine sixes in the trash. so it costs five dollars per book to do that and that i spent the majority of my uh, submissions um the last two years i've done 9.8 only and uh 
But if you're okay with those books coming back in nine six or nine four or nine oh and above, then <laughs> yeah. I just set mine for nine two. If it's below a nine two, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. There's a, I mean, there's a couple times I've been excited and I expected it to be higher than a nine two, so I fucking didn't put the pre-screen on it, and then it came back like my nine uh, eleven Spider-Man book, and then it came back that goddamn eight five. Ooh, and he threw it in the trash. He threw it in the garbage. <laughs> I thought I didn't throw it away. Five bucks isn't much to spend to get peace of mind. Yeah. So my plan is I'm going to send it in through uh, through my local shop. Okay. Because he's sending a bunch of books off anyways. I would get your own account. Well, and no. Then, that, uh, that's okay to send it through your own shop if you trust your guy and if he can do the pre-screen for you if you want to do it. So the other thing is – do you guys have them pressed beforehand, or are y'all paying for them to get pressed through CGC through their whatever the company is that they use? I so don't pay you, C CGC. Sorry, Kyle. I don't pay CGC just because they take forever to press a book and then grade it. You're uh, looking at seven months. Yeah. Right. So Easy. on on the other hand of that, I've heard and seen where people thought that there was bias to if you use their pressing service. There is, and that's a that's a normal thing to think, and that's a good point. If you're okay with waiting, and these are PC books, if these are PC books and you're okay with waiting, I say get it pressed by CGC. If there's something you want to flip, you never want to wait that long to flip a book because it might lose its value in that time. All so, right. But if, if they're PC, yeah, why not? All I'm gonna say I hate for for the love of PC. God, please learn from Kyle's mistakes and scan that fucking book before you send it off to make sure you're getting your book in return, and make sure they don't damage it and then try to claim that that damage was already there. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Uh, I wrote my initial card. Yeah, oh, that's well. a good idea. That's a good if you draw a penis on the second page, then you know remove, it's your remove book. a staple. See if they pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, totally, totally scammed the, the the front and back of the book, or just make a copy with your three D printer. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> no. All right, boys. Uh, anything else on your mind? Uh, we're getting towards the end of the show, so if you guys got anything else you want to say? Hey, Kyle. Hey, what? Did you see that shooting by our house? Yes. What the fuck happened? Did they kill anybody? Just or just shot and ran? Dude, they shot and ran. Wow. Well, you guys had a dude to get his who slit some dude's throat for listening to rap music by your house too. Dude, really? enjoy that. It was like, yeah, he walked up and he felt threatened, so he walked up. The dude was just like sitting at the gas pump, and a guy walked up and fucking stabbed him in the neck. You're listening he to like the jail the day before for assault. He, I guess he really doesn't like rap He's probably psychotic or something He said it makes him feel threatened Psychotic Yeah Wait, Was it a white guy? Yeah Well, oh, Does that oh. matter? Does that matter, Jose? Yeah, it does I know <laughs> <laughs> all, all crazy serial killers are white Yep Hey, I was right, though You can 
basically guarantee it. All right. Well, if we're getting into race wars here, it's time to end the show. Like, <laughs> you probably had two first names, though. So, he had two first names <laughs> and a mullet. Remember, guys, to I don't um, think he had a mullet. Get, in, get into those uh, absolute geek box, you know, giveaways. Um, help us out. Share, you know, share our posts and get entered into our drawing and get some cool stuff. Yes, the guys. road to two hundred. That's right, guys. Like Brian just said, make sure to like, subscribe to the Absolute Geek Podcast on YouTube. If it's, if you're in the chat tonight or watching, it's your first time finding us and you like what you saw and you had a good time, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Um, remember to share this post and to hashtag it with um, AGP200. Let's try and get our YouTube page up to 200 subscribers, and we're going to give away that slab. Um, and don't forget to enter the yeah, enter the contest for the Absolute Geek Boxes. They're going to be a lot of fun. If you're a fan of Loot Crate, but you want something with more of a little bit of a personal touch, um, yeah, and to see our badass new logo on a box, uh, all you got to do to win one of those is just retweet, re resend, reshare, uh, repost, whatever you got to do. Um, it's just that simple. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you're watching us on Facebook or Twitch or Mixer, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button as we are live every Friday night. Um, this will be, uh, next week. I will not be here. Um, we're going to have, yep. We're going to have Lance sit in for me. I will be at San Diego comic-con. So, uh, I'm sure you guys are still going to have a good time with the crew. Everyone will keep it 100, I guess. Right. Gonna... Looking forward to, yeah. uh, hearing all the, the goodies from San Diego. That's for sure. Yeah. I want to thank Tim for joining us tonight and actually participating, not sitting there like a statue. He did a good job. Great job, we Tim. Recording? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, no. <laughs> Your page well, out of my book. That's it there. So for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek <laughs> Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Quesadilla Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. SoCal Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time.